What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Let's get straight to it. We know we procrastinate. We know we can be lazy. We know we need to stop it. We know, we know, we know, but we still do it even when we know it's holding us back. And I'm going to just dive right in and give you some strategies to get rid of it, to curb some of that laziness and procrastination. So the first thing, the first thing I'm going to give you before we really dive in is to stop lying to yourself. First, admit it that you're being lazy. Just admit it. I'm being lazy. So many times we know we have something we should be doing or working on, or starting and we say stuff like, yeah, I got so much going on. This is a bad time for me right now. Or I'm so busy. And we make excuses for the reasons why we're not doing the things we need to do while we're not achieving the goals we want to achieve and working towards living a life we want to live. And in reality, the real issue is most of the time we can be lazy. We procrastinate. We put things off and we don't have plans put in place. So the first thing you should do is admit to yourself and keep yourself or keep it 100 with yourself and say, you know what? I do have a problem with laziness. Just like if somebody is an alcoholic and they go through the 12-step program, the very first one is to admit it so you can overcome it. But once you admit it, then you can start to work through it. And the thing is, it ain't just you or me. Humans in general are lazy. We are. If we could, we would just work just a little bit or just enough to be satisfied, make a lot of money from a little amount of work and live in the shade and be comfortable in a big ass house and a plush life. And you could argue that being lazy is inherently inside of us. I heard a guy I listened to uh, say it's from thousands and thousands of years ago when we lived in tribes and we hunted for our food that back then we wasn't just working all day. We hunted, hunted, at night or early in the morning when the sun wasn't up, then we were in the shade for as much of the day as possible. And whether you can agree with that ideology or not, I think we can all agree that being lazy is common. We all do it. If we could, we would be lazy all the time. So for you not to be lazy, you have to go against your natural instincts. And once you admit it and you come to the understanding that you are where you are right now because of the actions you either didn't take or didn't take enough of, that you had a lot of moments that you could have used to take action, that you could have done more to get you closer to or, or even maybe even get you there. Once you admit to it and take accountability for it, then you can be ready to take steps and changing it and getting better at it. So that's the first tip. Be real with yourself and admit to it. The second tip I'm going to give you is to take your goals and break them into smaller bite sized goals. Make them smaller. What do I mean by that? You want to take those big goals and break them into smaller, highly likely to be able to achieve goals along the way. 
for example, let's say my goal was to make an album to be released next year and I have my date. Let's say and all this is hypothetical. I'm not ready my plan at the moment, but let's say I wanted to release an album on my birthday, June 25th. That's a little bit over eight months right now. Eight months in a few days, really seven months, because I would want at least a month to get all my content and pre-release stuff and pre-release stuff in order. And let's say my goal was to put 10 songs on the album. So did the math. That's right around one and a half songs a month. I would need to be finished, meaning I would have to have one done and actively working on another one each month. So now my goal, which is still to release a 10 song album on my birthday Instead of looking at the project in a whole, I'm going to break it down and give myself little milestones along the way to complete. Aiming for a song and a half a month is a lot easier than thinking about how I'm going to attack a whole album all at once. I'm not working on multiple songs at a time. I'm focusing on one at a time, then moving on to the next and holding myself accountable to hit those deadlines. Let's say if you work in sales and your goal was to make $100,000 this year. And if you're in sales, then you probably know what your numbers are. And let's say you did the math and you figured out that you would have to average making 50 calls a day. You did the math from your rate of sales, what it is right now. And if you can maintain that same average, 50 calls a day is the magic number. And obviously this is hypothetical. But the point is, instead of looking at that $100,000 number the hundred thousand dollars that you want to make that year and risking the chance of getting overwhelmed and then losing confidence in yourself when you don't hit it if you break it down to a smaller number of 50 calls that's way easier to manage and focus on and even easier if you break it down to a smaller number if you work eight hours a day that's six and a half calls an hour so six or seven per hour that it's very easy to keep track of, right? But you get the point. Break those goals down. You're more likely to hit little goals throughout the day, which will motivate you because what's going to happen is you're going to go, okay, well, shit, I made 10 calls last hour. I'm ahead. Or damn, I wrote two pages of that grant instead of the one I needed to today. I'm winning. That's going to motivate you to get more done, to do more, to keep going. Each time you hit a checkpoint, You gain confidence and also make sure you celebrate hitting that checkpoint, checking that thing off the list. Celebrate that. Like, let's go. I'm doing a damn thing, making shit happen. It's going to make you feel like you are progressing towards that goal and the life you want to create. And if you feel like you're making progress, more than likely you won't be feeling lazy. Right. So break those goals down. That's number two. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And number three, figure out what your why is. And if you've been rocking with me for a while on here, you've heard this one before, but it's important. And it definitely needs to be said a lot and revisited a lot. 
But if you don't know what your why is or you don't have a strong enough why, it's going to be harder to work towards that thing you're working towards. Figure out exactly why you want to go for it. Now, I was watching this interview online and this life coach is talking to this group of people and he asked them, what percent of confidence would you say you have to make a million dollars this year? 50 percent. Raise your hand if you think it's 50 percent. Nobody raise their hands. Raise your hand if you think it's 20 percent. Nobody. Raise your hand if you think you have a one percent confidence. If you have one percent confidence in yourself that you'll make a million dollars this year and a few folks raise their hands. Okay, how many of you think you have zero percent chance, no confidence at all and thinking you'll make a million dollars this year and everybody in the room raise their hands? Then says, "Okay, let me change the question. What percentage of confidence do you have in yourself to make a million dollars this year if your whole family would die if you didn't? If everybody in your family's lives depended on you making a million dollars in a year, how likely would it be? For you to make a million dollars, 50%, everybody raise a hand. 75%, a few hands went down. 90, a few more went down. 100, half the room still had their hands up. Half the room said they were 100% confident that they would make a million dollars if the life of their family depended on it. So, what changed? They actually gave a damn about their goal. That's what changed. There's a strong why behind the goal. If your whole family dies, if you don't make a million dollars, there's no such thing as laziness. You're going to wake up early and that won't be any excuses. You're going to get everything you need to get done, done. For that whole year, I bet you won't even look at Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. There ain't no way you could be lazy over the next year. You'll be damned if you spend hours scrolling online. You will figure out a way. And what does it show you? We ain't lazy. We're lazy about the things we don't love. Things that don't have a strong enough why behind it. Because we ain't fully tied to it. After you figure out what your goals are and you figure out what your why is, laziness won't exist. Not for long. You're going to get up and work when you know exactly what your why is, what you're working towards. So that's number three. Figure out your why. And it has to be a strong one. Obviously, your family dying is a little dramatic, but (laughs) you get the point. And number four is to remove distractions. And this one is funny because we don't even think about it. But think about the times when you're being lazy. And I guarantee you ain't just sitting there staring at the wall. You ain't laying in bed looking up at the ceiling for hours. No, something is distracting you. If I had to guess... 90% of the time we're being lazy, we're either watching something on TV or rubbing our phone, scrolling. Majority of the time, that's what it is. It ain't like you sitting in the grass, staring up at the clouds and being lazy. No, what's happening is we figure out ways to distract ourselves. We let ourselves get distracted with things and we don't do the thing that actually needs to be done. So if you remove the distraction, You're going to have a way better chance at getting those things done. And this ain't nothing profound, right? I'm not telling you poetry right now. We all know this, but it needs to be said and needs to be something we hold ourselves accountable for. We all do it. And what are some ways to remove distractions? Well, you could put your phone in the next room. Put your phone on airplane mode when you have to get things done. 
If you got something important to do, get that phone out of the equation. Turn off all your notifications. Right, for all you Apple Watch owners, take the watch off. Put it with your phone. Turn off those Facebook notifications, the emails. There's no way a notification should be getting in the way because 99% of the time, those notifications can wait. They can wait. You don't want to be focused on those things. If you have to work around people at your job or people where you are, people are a distraction, right? How can you let it be known you're trying to focus? A good way to do that is if it makes sense to wear headphones, put on some headphones, especially the kind that goes over your ears. That's a clear signal that I don't want to be distracted. Hell, you don't even need to have music on, right? Just put them on your head. People will more than likely leave you alone. Do you have to put a note on your door that says I'm working? Tell the people around you, hey, I'm trying to get this done, trying to get things done, or I really want to focus on this thing for the next couple of hours, so I'll be over here doing that. I really have to focus. Let it be known you can't have distractions. Get in the zone and don't let things bring you out of that zone. So that's number four. Get rid of those distractions. And number five, organize your time. What do I mean by that? So a big reason why we can feel lazy is when we try and get the work done. When we say, "Okay, I'm going to work on this thing. We don't know how to work efficiently and we either end up trying to do it all at once and get discouraged when we can't and we don't know what to do next. Or we start working on something and don't use our time properly and we end up wasting a lot of it. And I got a couple of different strategies for you to try. The first one is called the Pomodoro Technique. And what it is, you work for 25 minutes straight, then take five minutes off. And look, you can do anything for 25 minutes, right? You can figure out a way to work on something for just 25 minutes. That's nothing, right? So you say, okay, I'm being lazy. Let me set a timer. And I get rid of all the distractions. And I just work on that one thing for 25 minutes. And once that 25 minutes is up, I take a break for five minutes. And once that five minute break is up, do the same thing over again. Work for 25 minutes and then take a break. Now, this might sound like, well, damn, why am I only working for 25 minutes? Why not work for a few hours straight, then take a break? Well, studies show that if you can make time a concrete thing, making time a task, as opposed to it being something that's based on what you have to do and how long it's going to take to get that done, if you, in your brain, no matter what it is you're working on, if you know that you're going to be doing something for only 25 minutes at a time, then you get a break. It makes it easier to focus. It's a proven technique that increases productivity. And then once you go for four or five rounds, then take a half hour break. Give your brain some more relaxation to get you ready for the next chunk of time. Kind of like a reset button. And another way to organize your time is by making a daily plan. And I 100% stand by this. I do it every day. And I have been being the most productive I've ever been in my life. And I say this all the time. People, people make a common mistake when they make the quote-unquote to-do list. They fill it up with busy work. They spend the day being busy, not productive. Doing your laundry is important. Organizing your closet is important. Buying groceries is important, but is that productivity? 
Is that getting you closer to get into the big things, to get into big things done? Is that getting you closer to your goal? So once you figure out the things you have to do, those needle moving activities, the things you have to do in order to actually get you closer to accomplishing that thing, actual actionable items, actionable items, because brainstorming and thinking and research and planning, those aren't actions. You can plan for five years straight. You can research for 20 hours, but if you don't actually take any actions, then you ain't one step closer to your goal at all. But once you figure out the things that you have to do, you make a daily plan and you literally plan the times you'll do them. Like for me. And I have my plan right next to me. Let me see. So I started my daily plan at 10. Don't judge me. But from 10 to 10.15, I responded to emails. From 10.15 to 11.15, I wrote a podcast. From 11.20 to 11.45, I recorded. From 12 to 12.15, I scheduled to send it out via email as well as upload it. Then I make a social media post at 12.15. Then I do laundry and clean from 12.15 to 12.45. Then gym from 1 to 2.30. Then 3 to 5, I work on music. And that's my schedule for today. The emails, the podcast, the music, social media, all things I need to do. Some very important emails. Hint, hint. I'm going to be making an announcement when it's official soon. And of course, the podcast, needle moving, needle moving activities. Right. And by doing it this way, I know exactly what I'll be doing and when it doesn't allow for distractions because you have a set schedule. It takes the thinking out of it. You're not sitting there thinking what to do next. That's important. You know exactly what's next, because that's another time when we end up getting distracted. We think, Okay, now what? And the next thing you know, you're scrolling, right? And again, I highly recommend doing this. Being lazy is the easiest thing to do. We know that. It's way too easy to do nothing, to be distracted, right? To not be productive. But laziness is actually easier to pull yourself out of than you think it is. You have to be aware. You have to admit it. You have to make a plan and have a really strong why. So, number one, admit to yourself. Number two, take those goals, break them down, make them bite-sized. Number three, figure out why you're doing it, what's going to keep you going. If your why is strong enough, you will figure out a way to get it done. Four, remove all distractions, all the the notifications, all the people, all the things that get in your way. And five, organize your time, whether it's the Pomodoro Technique or the daily plan, whatever it is, whatever your strategy may be, figure out a way to have a plan in place, write it down and execute it. If you do this, it's going to pull you out of that laziness, pull you out so you can start to get things done. If you continue to be lazy and you let yourself stay in this space, your life is not going to be what you want it to be. And we already know this. So let's do something about it. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.